This is my beloved son with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. You know, I, I mentioned in the um, bulletin article for this weekend's e-bulletin uh, about how much I had a great time away on vacation, uh, hiking around some of the different states. I, one of the highlights was uh, Yellowstone National Park. I hadn't been there in over 20 years, and it was just wonderful to see, uh, to see it again. It's, it's uh, really started to flourish and grow back after so many fires. Um, but what was one of the highlights was seeing so many uh, young families all visiting and bundling together and making tons of noise and um, without their cell phones. It was just wonderful to see they were interacting, well, like normal human beings, right? It was like, uh, it was just, it was a grace. They were really present to the beauty of the moment. And, and therefore, it became all the more uh, evident when there was somebody who kind of broke that rule, if you would, and, and, and did something that was, you know, sort of less uh, sort of harmonious with where we were at. After, I don't know if you know Yellowstone at all, but there's a, uh, in the center of it is Old Faithful Geyser, right, in the middle of it, and it shoots off on schedule. That's why she's called Old Faithful. She goes, blows up every, like, I think, uh, 90 minutes or 70 minutes or something like that. They have a time, so it's scheduled. You can see it. But after that, there was, a, there was tons of people. Like, I mean, I've never seen so many people in Yellowstone. It's just been crazy with the number of people. But uh, beyond that, it was beautiful, and, and everyone was, of course, uh, you know, just in awe. If this is the first time you've seen it, it's sort of awesome to see. But something even, uh, even more uh, stunning is this thing called the Grand Prismatic. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's a big pond that's uh, it's a melting pot. It's uh, a geyser as well, but it's not as active. And it's all the soil is melting. And it's all sorts of different colors. But to get a good view of it, you've got to climb up two miles to a perch, and you look down on it. Um, and it's a stunning view. Well, there was just a ton of people on this dusty trail getting up to, the, to this little perch. And when you got to the perch, the, the, the space to which to look at it really wasn't that far. It wasn't, it wasn't intended for the large crowds, right? But when you get up there, there was uh, maybe 10 feet by 10 feet, maybe 10 feet by 15 or something like that. But it, it was funny. Like there were, there, <laughs> um, People were... Um, it was, there was these three families, two, two large families, I think, taking up the whole space, taking photos, taking pictures. Now, you have to understand, the Grand Spismatic was here, and they were like this. And like, they have the whole crowd, you got like about 50, 60 people coming up per minute, trying to get in, and this, these three crowds going like this. And, 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 you know, after they walked away, they walked away, and they literally walked away like this. And I'm wondering, did they even look at the Grand Prismatic? Like, I think they were only interested in what they looked like in front of the Grand Prismatic, right? But they sort of missed the point. And there was this uh, little uh, older lady who had, it was quite a bit of an effort to walk up there. She was sitting or standing by the, the, the grate, the railing, and she was just standing, taking it all in. And it was such a contrast because here she was just absorbing the beauty of this nature, of what she was seeing, and the effort it took to get her there. But um, it was just such a contrast. Um, there's such a temptation is to capture everything on video these days. Um, even the Pope has, has got irritated and said, will you put down your phones and look at me? 
But down you from top I mean, hey, there is a temptation. Everybody, you know, to take out the selfie and catch yourself, take a picture of somebody else. I know. And that's, it's a good thing. It's, it's when it just goes too far, when we try to somehow forget to be present to the moment. Uh, and the irony of it is, is that um, it, it's been going on a long time. P- St. Peter, in today's reading, he's on the top of a mountain. Here is Moses and Elijah and Jesus in this cloud. And what's he do? do you want me to put a tent here? Let me capture it on video. You can almost see him. Let me capture this on video. He said, Let me, do you want me to put three tents here? He wanted to hold on to the moment, right? He just wanted it to stop. Well, it's not, that's not the way it works. That's not the way life works. We need to be present to the moment and absorb in the moment and then remember. Remember the importance and the experience that we have just shared. Is he... When Peter did this, uh, the cloud spoke. God spoke through the cloud and said, basically, Peter, stop. That's my beloved son. Listen to him. Stop trying to do things. Just listen to him. Now, I think we would do well to hear that and absorb that into our own hearts, that if we could just be present to these glorious moments that happen all day long. And then listen to what God is trying to say to us through Christ. See, look, we believe that Christ is here today. We gather around this Eucharist, the most especially in the bread and the wine that will be become the body and the blood of Christ in a few moments, yes. And in the spoken word we have heard, but Christ is also present in you and I. And when we leave here, that presence doesn't stop. That presence continues, and we're called to bring that presence of Christ into the world. But equally as important is that we are called to recognize the presence of Christ in everyone we meet this day. In every single moment, God is talking to us. Now, it may not be on the top of a a mountain where there's a transfiguration going on, but God is speaking to us throughout the whole day. So how can, we, how can we attune ourselves? How can we really listen to God? How do we really listen to his beloved son in our midst? Well, I think if we could maybe put down the device for a while and be present to the person who's in front of us. What if, what if we did like dinner tonight and we said, there's no cell phones at the table. All the cell phones go in a basket. And there's no television while we have, while we have dinner. And what if we just, we sat and we listened. And when we started to talk, that we, we literally glued in and we're just, it's all you. What if we were able to be that present to each other? I can imagine how it would feel that when somebody's talking, you're like, they're listening. It's almost frightening. They start listening so much. You're like, oh, I, okay, I'm done talking. Go ahead. Somebody else talk. But because we've got so used to noise in the background, whether it's music or it's television or games or phones going on, can we just put it all down for a moment and be present to one another and realize that the person in front of me, this person today, is Christ to me. Now, if we could do that at the kitchen table, can we be equally as present and we go to, the, to get our cup of coffee later? That that waiter or that barista who bring in the coffee to you is also 
the hidden Christ. And can you be equally as present to them? Say hello, find their name, and smile at them. Recognize them as another human being with a soul that where Christ resides. Now, if we could just, like, I'm not going to say we do that every single day. Can we just do it for one day? I mean, kids, I know it's going to be exhausting. You're going to need a rest. You'll need a nap for the rest of the day once you've done that. But can we, can we pay attention and see that the Christ is here among us? And I can believe wholeheartedly if we could do that, then we will be transfigured. We will be transformed into the living body of Christ that is here today. My friends, if every single one of us took that as our challenge, and we just did that just for today, I'm convinced, I'm convinced that Los Altos and the community that we will be in today will be transfigured to the body of Christ. So, let us listen. This is my beloved son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him.